Crag. There we go. Okay. Welcome back to another uh, Rules, Jewels, and D&D Schools. Normal D&D host. School. D&D <laughs> Schools. Normal host today. Me, the boys. We're going to be Hello. talking about clerics. I am apparently one of the boys. You are we one are of the boys. You guys are the boys, dude. Me and the boys talking about D&D, talking about clerics. We're going to do a, a cleric subclass rundown. We're just going to like hit all the clerics, talk about what all the clerics do, and then like a little bit of opinion, but mostly just like talking about the rules and stuff like that. You know, I thought I was going to wait until afterwards. I'm going to go ahead and read this now. Do it. I wrote this little paragraph today while I was like finishing up reading about all these cleric subclasses again. I was like going back through them and I wrote this. Clerics might be the most versatile class in the game, but in a way that seems to make them the least unique. Imagine yourself choosing a class and you think, man, I want to play a druid, but not a druid. Oh, I'll play a cleric. Or man, I want to play a wizard, but not a wizard. Ah, a cleric fits that. Oh man, I want to play a rogue, but you know, not really a rogue. Ah, a cleric. It is simultaneously the most and least interesting class to play. It's the one size fits all of classes. It's the vanilla ice cream of D&D. Perfectly good and sometimes even great, but can also be the absolute most bland, boring thing on the menu. Okay. I like Claire. I think it's great. Fighter? <laughs> you do one thing. <laughs> yeah, but there is like, there's like a, it does one thing, but it does one thing that not really any other class does in the way that it does. Whereas a cleric, I was reading through all the cleric subclasses Deals and the only, like no one else. Except for paladins and druids and other healing classes every single one of the of the domains of cleric besides maybe one is just a god flavored another class <laughs> that's what it feels like that's what yes that's what everything feels like arcane domain that's just a watered down shitty wizard uh the life the death domain that's just a watered down shitty necromancer the uh, here, let me let me pull up this list. The um, tempest domain and the nature domain, uh, there and even the life domain, I think, to a certain extent, if that's the one I'm remembering, are just watered down, shitty versions of being a druid. Uh, they, I feel like they're all that. Like, I don't think any of them are necessarily very bad, they're all like clerics as a whole i will be the outcast in this one and i'm willing to be the outcast in this one but clerics <laughs> as a whole reading them oh okay forge domain cleric just feels like a watered down less unique artificer it is just like everything they do is done better by another class but this class can do it all that's why there's so many subclasses I, that's all I could think of every time I was reading another subclass. I was like, oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Oh, oh, this sounds, this this subclass is going to sound cool by the title. And I'd read it and I'd be like, I feel like I could just play the class that this is trying to imitate instead of this class. Are there a couple that are unique? Absolutely. There's a few that are standout cleric-y kind of things. But the rest of them just feel like, you want to play a cleric? You want to play a paladin, but not a paladin? Maybe you that's why there's so many subclasses. Maybe that's what they were going for. Yeah, I, I, it has to be what they were going for, which is like 
but I, you know, I want it to be, I think I harped on this a little bit before where I feel like some of the subclasses are not subclasses. Some of the classes feel pretty unique and some of them don't feel unique at all. And this is one where it feels like they just, every idea they had that, that was left over became a cleric. <laughs> I think, I feel like clerics are still unique. I do. There are a lot of subclasses in here that I have no interest in playing. And that's probably because they just feel like bad versions of other classes, but yeah. the good subclasses are very good. <laughs> they're very good at one. <laughs> yeah. At the, at the play. thing they're good at. Yeah. And and the other class is the same way in the sense of half of their subclasses. You're like, okay, that sucks. <laughs> the other ones are like, okay, that one. But I'm not talking about I'm not talking about optimization and like how good a subclass is. I'm talking about the uniqueness of a subclass. You might have a subclass that isn't very good, but is unique to the class that it is a part of. Whereas a lot of cleric subclasses just feel like worse versions of other classes. Okay, well let's let's, let's talk, talk quickly then before we start about what makes clerics unique. And in for me, that means uh your uh Channel Divinity, Destroy Undead, and yeah. Divine Intervention, and then whatever the subclass gives you. Okay, the undead thing. This is another thing. There was one of these that also had, like, at level three, you get the ability to make undead turn away from you, and do. you basically get to do turn undead, and it's like, that's, okay, that's... Yeah, that's at level two you get that. That's that's cool if I'm playing in a campaign that has undead, <laughs> like a lot yeah, of undead. But that's, that's why Channel Divinity gets a secondary use granted by your subclass. Because you're not always going to be facing undead and they don't want to make that yeah. particular facet completely useless. Anyways, let's get at it. Uh, okay. First, domain. Sorry, they're not even subclasses, guys. We've been saying that. <laughs> they're still subclasses. They're domains. Domain. All domains are subclasses. Not all subclasses are domains. Yes. <laughs> Arcana be... domain is first upon Arcana. the list. What? No. Is it? Yep. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Arcana. Okay. All right, let's hit it. Arcana so, domain. Who wants to read this to me? I'll, I'll skim them down. The uh, level, so you get stuff at level one, level two. Level two is your channel divinity option. So level one, level two, uh, level a six, uh, level eight, which is a either or mostly, and then level seventeen. So level uh, one, you get for Arcana, you get proficiency in the Arcana skill, and you get to choose uh, up to two cantrips of your choice from the wizard spell list. Okay. That's fine. It's yeah. nothing extraordinary, but sure. Uh, level two, your channel divinity basically works on your, you can basically turn so, uh, a celestial elemental fey or fiend of your choice. And they yeah. have to, it's the same thing as turn undead. They have to run away. Uh, yeah. At a certain, as you get level up, they you can banish them with that uh, instead of destroy undead. It's like banish elemental type thing. Yeah. Of one of those things, which again is not amazing, but sure. If, that, if you're playing in the campaign where well, that's going to be great, great. Uh, level six, uh, you get when you restore hit points to an ally with a spell of first level or higher, you can also end one spell of your choice on that creature. Uh, the level of the spell you end must be equal to or lower than the level of the spell slot you use to cast the healing spell. So a free uh, dispel magic is pretty good, generally. Yeah, not bad. Uh, it's not amazing, again, because you're not often going to have an extra spell thing attached to someone that you're healing. But in those cases that you do, that saves you a spell slot. Okay. Uh, level eight. This is the thing that sort of switches back and forth. You either get potent spell casting, which adds your wisdom modifier to your, uh, to your cantrips, 
mm -hmm. or you get to add some damage to your melee attacks. This one is a spell casting one, so you get potent spell casting. And then at 17, uh, you choose four spells from the wizard spell list, one uh, from each of the following levels, 6th, 7th, 8th, and ninth. Uh, you add them to your list of domain spells, and they are always prepared like your cleric spells are. That one's pretty cool. I mean, but you could just play a wizard and get those. Yeah, I'm about uh, to say, okay, this is what I was talking about. <laughs> this one, this one kind of like kicked it off, honestly. And it was the first one where I was like, these all sound okay, but not better than just playing a wizard. <laughs> yeah, if you just go, I mean, if you really, if your height hang up is well, I really want to heal. You can just like take a wizard and then go take a feat that gives you a level one spell and take your wounds. Yeah. And then you have a heal. <laughs> You're good. Uh, yeah, this, this subclass is not my favorite at all. It's it's not. Yeah. It's very meh. It's very five yeah. out of 10. You could really I lean think into at level eight RP. getting to be able to add your wisdom to your damage. I think that's a little steep at level eight. Like, give me that at level yeah. three. Yeah. Yeah, that's eight? just gonna be that's gonna be at eight every for every one of these subclasses. You're I mean, it, it should be just like how Eldritch Blast is for because well, like Eldritch Blast isn't that way unless you take the invocation. I know, I know that, but so, I'm just level eight. Oof. Level eight. Can you that's, imagine that's, your level eight? Oh, I get an extra five damage. <laughs> yeah, <most>. sick, dude. <laughs> five more damage to this monster with three hundred HP. It's gonna be sick. I can't wait. I can't. It's so awesome that that's my eighth level thing. It feels. That feels very underwhelming. This whole subclass feels completely underwhelming. And oh wow, at fifth level, you can banish them. Yeah, you know what you could you also do? Just cast the spell banishment. <laughs> and then but it then wouldn't be baked. Then you in, then you would eat a spell slot. Yeah, but this is baked <laughs> into the class. It's like the only thing you're like, this is what's your unique thing? Well, at fifth level, I can. Before fifth level, I can make some things run away from me. Not all things, but some things. <laughs> One and then thing. at fifth level, <laughs> at fifth level, I can banish them. And and a wizard standing there like, okay, but I could do that too. <laughs> and it's not my whole thing. I can do other things too. Yeah, it's. I mean, yeah, it's not. It is by. The only way I would ever play this is if it was hard into some sort of RP where it's like. I was raised as, as a cleric, but I had really interested in arcane and some sort of thing like that. But it's not great. It is certainly not, not great. Optimal. I don't even think it's good from an RP standpoint because the way that magic any works from an RP standpoint, the way that magic works in D&D, if you were this into the weave and arcana and magic, you would just be a wizard. Maybe, be like, God. Wanna, maybe you didn't want to study. Maybe you maybe. just wanted to get it from your God and be done with it. So. Yeah. <laughs> I don't like reading books. <laughs> I just want to have I just want to have proficiency in Arcana, but not read any books. <laughs> That's exactly right. I want to be able to think about I want to pray to my God for a second. If they tell me, then I'll be good. Yeah, you're right. Uh, this so is yeah, the not perfect. great. Arcana yeah. domain low, low on the tier list. All right. Yeah, that's F tier. Arc yeah. <laughs> Arcane and I, I'm going to open up a tier list right now. We're going to we're going to okay. do this. All right. Go for the next one. What's the Keep next track. one? All right. Death Domain. Death uh, Domain starting at level one. Sorry to cut you off, but do it. At, starting at level one, you get the level eight feature basically for necromancy stuff <laughs> of Arcane. Well, OK, so, yeah, uh, the OK, so at level one, you get proficiency with martial weapons which cool. You can go hit stuff. And the other thing you're talking about, uh, cleric learns one necromancy cantrip of his or her choice from any spell list. Side note, 
there's only three necromancy cantrips in the game that yeah. are official. Uh, there's one more if you count uh, Wild Mount. <laughs> but of <laughs> those three, two of them are already cleric spells, and the other one is Chill Touch. <laughs> So there's that. Uh, when the cleric casts that necromancy cantrip that normally targets only one creature, the spell can instead target two creatures within range and within five feet of each other. Very cool, should it happen to occur. Uh, but the likelihood of it occurring is completely up in the air. So who knows? Uh, second level, your channel divinity. Uh, you can use it to destroy another creature's uh, force by touch. When a cleric hits a creature with a melee attack, the cleric can use the channel divinity to deal an extra necrotic damage to the target. The damage equals five plus twice his or her cleric level. Oh, so if you wow, want to okay. stuff, you can do five plus a maximum of 40 if you're level 20. Yeah, that's not bad. So higher levels, that's really cool. Lower how, many levels, that's you, not that how, how many times can you do channel divinity? Uh, once until you're, what is it? You get it once until you're six and then you get it twice for the rest of the, okay. you're 18, 18, you get it three times per rest. All right. All right. All right. Okay. That's pretty good, man. If you're, especially if you're level 18, 19 and 20, if you're level 20, man, you're popping out 40 damage, two turns in a row. That's true. Yeah. But I, I also don't like when I, when, when I think about playing a character, I very rare, I don't consider above like 10th level because very rarely does it get there. You know, like you can't, you can't like build a whole character on like, can't wait till I'm level 20, baby. <laughs> it's going to be yeah. sick when I'm level 20. Yeah. I feel like you can, yeah, I don't know. I haven't played as many campaigns as you, but I feel like I try to, to, to aim for a power peak around 15. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> that's higher and than hopefully I hopefully we get it. there and if we don't I'm I'll sad. Be where I am sour about it I'm a sad boy <laughs> all right uh sixth level uh you can channel negative energy uh more potently necrotic damage dealt by the character's cleric spells and channel divinity options ignores resistance to necrotic damage so that's pretty big that's good that's good uh, yeah. it does not, not ignore bad. immunity so if something's immune then you're still out of luck. <laughs> yep. But you get to do uh, ignore the 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 thing resistance. Right? resistance. Yep. Uh at 8th level, you get divine strike which is it does it with necrotic energy but whenever you hit with a weapon, you can cause the attack to deal an extra 1d8 necrotic damage. Uh at 14th level it goes up to 2d8 and that's just the melee version of the potent cantrip. Can you do that every single time you hit? Uh once on once. each of your turns. So not okay. amazing. It's not Eesh. super amazing. No. Yeah, it's like yeah. it's like Colossal Slayer though for hunters. And it's not terrible. God, I just... always call them hunters. <laughs> it's not terrible because <laughs> typically clerics aren't going to get more than one hit per round. It can happen, but it's not often. Yeah. Uh, you kind of have to build that way for it. Uh, and then seventeen uh, improved Reaper. Uh, when the cleric casts a necromancy spell of first through fifth level that targets only one creature, that spell can instead target two creatures within range and within five feet of each other. Uh, if the spell consumes its material components, the cleric must provide them for each target. I feel like that's that not very fifth? good. I feel like that at fifth level. That's not very they good. They don't either. want you to. They don't want you to like power level. work death to things. I guess I don't. Know. And you're, yeah, <laughs> and you're level seventeen, and you're like. Oh, here's my few. That's what you're supposed to be able to do, though, right? Like just annihilate fools. It's pretty underwhelming. I feel if you're going death domain as a cleric, you're going a little evil. So I mean, you're you're (laughs) power wording people to death. Come on. (laughs) This is um. This is another one that is just like nothing. 
Uh, it's probably better. It's better than Arcana, but not by much. Yeah, mm. it's no, probably not. It's probably also F tier. Yeah, that's F tier. Yeah, so you can't good. like. I guess Power Word Death is. I don't know what it is, uh, but Finger of Death you couldn't do that because it's level seven. So all the all the spells you want, I, I'm I'm willing to bet any spell you're thinking. Ooh, I could target two people with it. You're like, oh, that's higher than fifth level. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> okay yeah, it's it's not yeah great. the not good like it was like it started out kind of cool like oh that's thematically cool and then it goes up a little bit into the like the level uh six stuff and the the channel divinity and you're thinking oh by the time i get kind of high that would that would be okay and then you get to this uh level 17 thing and it's like wow that's it's another cool. one of those is it another one of those subclasses where it's like why not just play a necromancer what's a necromancer you're talking about wizard uh, subclass necro, necro wizard yeah yeah i mean if you <laughs> want to be if you want to be whacking stuff though as opposed to just casting spells then this is the way to go <laughs> you want to cast spells yeah go for go you for you know what if you're a necromancer wizard you'd be able to whack stuff with your undead like people that you have with you at all times <laughs> your skeletons and your zombies and, and, and all your that DM crap. will hate you <laughs> Every fight. Just saying. Hold on, let me get these bones out of my bag so I can animate them. <laughs> no, you can keep it going forever. You can just have them be like a pet. Can you? Yeah, you can. You can cast it every day and keep them up. That's how. That's how you get a oh, bunch. Man. You you like keep them going all the time. Yeah, that sounds awful. Uh, <laughs> no, it sounds so great. It's, it's oh, I've always wanted to do domain. it. Forge domain. Hit. Me. Uh, you want okay. me to read this one, or do you want to keep going? I can keep going. I'm fine. Keep going, baby. You're good at it. So it's a uh, first level. You get proficiency with heavy armor and Smith's tools. Wow. Great. You can be a little tankier and maybe repair your armor. Uh, you also get the ability to imbue magic into a weapon or armor at the end of a long rest. You can touch one non-magical object that is a suit of armor or a simple or martial weapon until the end of your next long rest or until you die. The object becomes a magic item granting plus one bonus to AC of its armor and plus one bonus to attack and damage if it's a, if it's a weapon. Okay. So that's kind of cool. I mean, that's not that's a good level one thing. That's pretty great at level one. <laughs> yeah, that's not bad. Uh, you know who else does that, though? <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Artificer came out well after this for 5e. I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> just saying. <laughs> can you give it? Um, can you give your things to other people as an Artificer? I can. Your plus one thing? Okay. Yes, I can. All right. Uh, yeah. All right. Uh, second <laughs> level. Yeah. You uh, see channel divinity, which means you can conduct an hour long ritual that crafts a non magical item. <laughs> Sounds familiar. Uh, that must include some metal, uh, a simple or martial weapon, a suit of armor, 10 pieces of ammunition, a set of tools or another metal object. Uh, the creation is completed at the end of the hour coalescing in an unoccupied space of your choice on a surface within five feet. That's very specific. It's like, you better not try to exploit this. <laughs> you better not make something floating five feet in front of you, you bastard. <laughs> on a surface, five feet in front of you. That's it. No wiggle room. The thing you create can be something that is worth no more than 100 gold pieces. Uh, as part of the ritual, you must lay out metal, which can include coins with a value equal to the creation. So that's kind of a wash there. Yeah. The metal irretrievably coalesces and transforms into the creation at the ritual's end, magically forming even non-metal uh, parts of the creation. 
Yeah. Uh, the ritual can du- duplicate a non-magical item that contains metal, such as a key. If you possess the original during the ritual, what? Why would so, you? Okay. So this is why the would thing. you want to make a key that you okay. already have? Here's the thing. <laughs> Come I'm gonna, on down my key copy service. I'm going <laughs> to talk about this one. An artificer cannot just make something out of just a pile of metal as far as the way that this is. Mm-hmm. But I could very, 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 very easily with the built-in building, like building an object rule, do this and have something that is more valuable than what I started with. Whereas this, I literally have to have a hundred. If I'm going to make something that's a hundred gold pieces, I got to have a well, hundred gold pieces for the shit. Isn't that, that, do that it. kind of the point? The, the artificer is supposed to be that guy who does that. This guy's just kind of doing it. <laughs> he is a, I mean, <laughs> he is a cleric of the God of the Ford. And all he can do is like make something of equal value to what he already has. This is shit. He's a cleric. He's a clergyman. <laughs> he doesn't do things for money. He's doing that. People. Okay, fine. Get even back. This guy's working every day. <laughs> even even this just, aside, God, even this man. even this aside, dude. Duplicate a non-magical item that contains metal, such as a key. Yeah, you know what else you could fucking do with a forge? Make a new key. <laughs> and it wouldn't even take an hour probably. You could probably make a key in no time. I can see reasons why you'd want to copy a key. Sure, you steal someone's key and you're like, we better make a copy of this so we can give him his key back before he notices. Okay, great. But I could just cut a key. I could go down to the the, the local magical key shop. Or I could just make a key. I could make a key out of wood that would work. Works at that magical <laughs> that magical key shop. An artificer, player, just like this. <laughs> the magical key shop is just the the forged church. He's like, it's like forge god and key creation. <laughs> this is the most. This is so. Get your keys made. We can cut you keys in less in an hour, an hour or more. I was gonna say an hour or less, but not less than an hour. It can't be less than an hour. I this, this one might be like E tier, man. This is rough, dude. <laughs> I I remember I remember before like all the when this was out when I read this the first time like player's handbook I was like yeah forged them and that's sick. But now years on, this is pathetically bad. <laughs> this is atrociously pathetically bad and there are other things that you should play instead of this man feeling it <laughs> the, big thing I, the big thing i'm really not liking that i'm seeing it in every single one of the domains is level eight they were just like eh, fuck it <laughs> yeah level eight is the same throughout all the domains oh that ma- sucks extra that's melee dumb. damage or extra spell casting damage that's dude weird. like the extra d8 <laughs> oh man i get one extra d8 at level eight you know there's Ooh, the, you know one of these in here is gonna have like a d4 and it's like oh i get fucked <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> i'm just gonna skim uh, you know what let me skim through the rest of these hot garbage fucking things starting yeah. at six level you mastery the forge grant specialty gain resistance to fire damage whoopie fucking do i mean that's okay but it's not like worth this whole class then while wearing hammer, a plus bonus one bonus to ac that's pretty good but, yeah. Does that stack with your other thing? Is that plus two? Yeah, why wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah. That's okay, I guess. The Divine Strike thing is garbage, and it's going to be garbage in every single one of these. <laughs> Saint of Forge and Fire. At 17th level, you bless your your blessed affinity with fire and metal becomes more powerful. You gain immunity to fire damage. That's pretty good. While wearing heavy armor, you're That's high. That's high. Yeah, if, listen, if you're doing... Dis- I will say this. If you're doing Descent into Avernus... This is the class to play, baby. But if you're not doing Descent into Avernus, 
Yeah, fire damage is the most common type of damage, but even so, I've yet to see anybody cast a fire spell in Monday or Friday's campaign. Nobody casts the spells ever. <laughs> Except That's for the fire bolts. used last week. <laughs> fire bolt. I'm That's talking fire like damage. What do you want? I know, but like I want something big. I want like if I'm gonna if I'm gonna wait till 17th level to get this or sixth level to get this uh, to get a resistance, I want fire damage to be like hitting me every fucking fight. I want someone I to be like in in my campaign one, you guys fought lots of things that had fire damage. You fought a dragon at the end. I'm not talking about campaign one. I'm talking about the current campaign. You just said Monday. That's all you I said. did. Sorry. 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 <laughs> I'm talking about the current campaign. The, the immunity to fire damage. Neat. Uh, resistance to bludgeoning, piercing, slash damage from non-magical attacks. That's good too. Pretty but good. you could just play a barbarian and get that at fucking yeah. level one. <laughs> so like level one on this okay that's that's cool uh level two yeah that's not great level six it's like okay that that's good stack and that could be okay and yeah. then level eight is bleh for every cleric yeah yeah garbage level eight, yep. you get like an ability score increase you get other stuff at that level i don't know why they had decided to throw this in there but that whatever uh and then level 17 is better than our previous ones. So I'm going to. OK, you know what? D tier <laughs> D tier for the forge domain. I'm writing right. it down D, but it does imply I'm not wrong. It does imply that you are not just like a clergyman. You are a guy who makes things at a forge. Clink, clink, clink like a fucking blacksmith. And you need us <laughs> magic to make a key. Get fucked. Wizards of the coast. <laughs> all right. All right. Grave domain. All Grave right. Domain. This is the first one, one of the really good ones. <laughs> yeah, this one's a good one. Okay, okay so hit me. At first level, you gain the ability to manipulate the line, blah, 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 blah. You get, uh, when you heal someone with a healing spell and they're at zero yeah. hit points, instead of rolling, they just get the max that you could get. Which That's cool. very good. That's yep. very cool, especially good. for low levels, and you get this at level one. So it's great. And you don't have to uh, waste a cantrip by taking Spare the Dying. You get it for free, and you can cast it at range 30 feet. That is also super. As good. a bonus action. Yeah. yeah. It's incredible level one. Okay, if you're playing support cleric, that is that's the probably the best level one you're gonna get. Yeah, yeah. Uh, you also get eyes of the grave, which is it's like you get a every once uh, what is it proficiency per yeah. one rest. I think you can yeah. pop it and see if there's anything undead around this, you. This is, this one is that's, that's not a very good. Cares. Yeah, whatever. But it's cool, but it's whatever. still a part of level yeah. one. You already yeah. have. Yeah, yeah. You already have the good thing. Great. This, this is just a, a little added bonus feature. I remember so reading so far, the first one and thinking sick, and then reading the second one and being like. <laughs> but yeah you're already getting the first thing so this is just add on so at second level your channel divinity is called path to the grave and as an action you can choose a creature within Ooh, 30 feet really of you good. the next time they get hit they're vulnerable to all of that attacks damage it yeah. is amazing again especially for uh support clerics yeah it is so very good <laughs> this is why shiro did like 300 yeah. damage in a turn yeah yeah <laughs> uh at sixth level also a freaking amazing thing to get if you're within 30 feet of someone who gets crit you can just be like nah that that's not a crit <laughs> it's your favorite thing it's silvery barbs it's runic shield it's 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 hyped up silvery barbs it's, you it's can just, just like boom, boom, boom it doesn't take any spell slots it's just you get it uh what is it again proficiency you know, it's wisdom modifier, wisdom modifier. For, for long rest so yeah. yeah, just anytime one of your friends is crit within 30 feet, you're like, no, that's not a crit. 
And that's it. That's the end of it. Yep. There's no other role to save it. You just know he doesn't get crit. He does get hit. It gets but hit, but it's crit. not a crit. Yeah, it's not a re-roll. It's, a, it's like just not a crit. That's At good. Level, yeah, it's it's st- still so, level so eight, very good. Garbage. Same as the all level, level eight. Level eight is better. He gets the potent spell casting, which I yeah. think better than the melee one, especially for support. Yeah. Oh yeah, you can for use yeah for support. Yeah, trips and do a little extra damage. And then at seventeen, anytime something within sixty feet of you dies, you get to a another creature within sixty feet of you, an ally, gets to regain hit points equal to the enemy's number of hit dice. I only got to do this like once or twice in that campaign because we hit seventeen real late and it was going very fast, and I kind of forgot about it. But it's still very good. I used it very at least good. once on someone, and they got like, I don't know, 20 hit points back after something died for free. Yeah. Listen. It's, it's not even a, it's not a reaction. It's not an action. It's a yep. free action. It's just a thing that happens. So here we go. First one. Once First one, one, not at the bottom. Yeah, Grave domain. That's the yes. A. Top. Are you sure that's S? That's S tier. Okay, Grave S, domain. Right, we're S-tier. going S. I'm just saying A. I thought A was the top. <laughs> no, S, S is the top. <laughs> F is the bottom. That's yeah, S tier. That one's very, very good. Uh, that S, is good. My, S, one of my favorites. All right. Uh, all right. Knowledge, Knowledge domain. domain. Uh, level one, you become proficient in two of the following skills. Arcana, history, nature, or religion. Who cares? That's, yeah. I mean, if that's fun for RP. Uh, proficiency is doubled for any ability check that you make that uses either one of those. That's, that's kind of cool. That's good. Yeah. Uh, that's but, expertise, I mean, right? Usual. Yeah, it's basically expertise. It's It's worded differently in different places, so... But yes, it is yeah. essentially expertise. Those particular skill checks, though, are generally not things that are going to be success or failure. They're just going to be degrees of success, right? Yeah. So that's kind of kind of weakens it a little bit for me. It's not like a uh, like a perception check or an investigation check for traps. Yeah, yeah. There's not a it's yes, just no. Like, it's like Do a you know something about this. Yeah, let mm-hmm. me see. Uh, or, or like a, even a survival check would be cool if you're trying to track someone, but it's not, it's not any of those. It's just a general knowledge thing, <clears throat> which fits the subclass. So yeah, sure. Uh, channel divinity at level two, you get to tap into a divine well of knowledge as an action. You can uh, choose one skill or tool for 10 minutes. You have proficiency with the chosen skill or tool. That's not very good. What are you going to do with 10 minutes? Yeah. What are you going to do with, <laughs> what are you going to do with 10 minutes of proficiency in Smith's tools? Or, unlock this make, door. <laughs> make, a <laughs> make a key. Make a key. Your other, your other cleric's like, I can make a key in an hour with a pile of metal, and he's like, I can become proficient in Smith's tools and do it in ten minutes. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the the best use for that is just going to be like picking a lock, right? I, I can be yeah. proficient in thieves' tools for ten minutes, but and then you forget. Terrible. I wouldn't want to use terrible. my channel divinity for that. Uh, Okay. Sixth level, you can use your channel divinity to read a creature's thoughts. You can then use yep. your access to the creature's mind to command it. Yeah. Uh, as an action, you choose one creature that you can see within 60 feet of you. That creature must make a wisdom save. If the creature succeeds on the save, you can't use this feature on it again, so you finish a long rest. But if the creature fails, uh, you can read its surface thoughts uh, and when it is in uh, within 60 feet of you. The effect lasts for a minute, and during that time, you can use your action to end this effect 
uh, and cast suggestion spell on the creature without expending a spell slot. That creature automatically fails its saving throw against the spell. So that's kind of strong, depending on how your DM wants to make it strong or not. I want to make I want to do a I want to do a callback right here on Channel Divinity. Read thoughts back to our spell episode. Joe pitched a spell in which you got some of their memories. I think this is how it should be worded if you're going to get the person's memories. That like doppelganger spell you you pitched where you yeah. get to be the person. This is how it should read. You get their surface level thoughts. You get enough of their thoughts to pass as them in the short term, but not like deep thoughts. Okay. <laughs> all right, <laughs> that's just throwback. All right, throwback. Uh, level eight, uh, yeah. you get the potent spell casting, which again I think is better than the melee. Uh, and at seventeen, this one's kind of uh, bigger. Uh, you can call up visions of the past that relate to an object you hold or your immediate surroundings. Uh, you spend at least one minute in meditation and prayer, then receive dreamlike, shadowy glimpses of recent events. You can meditate in this way for a number of minutes, equal to your wisdom score, uh, and must maintain concentration during that time, as if you were casting a spell. Once you use this feature, you can't use it again until you finish short or long rest. Object reading. Uh, holding an object as you meditate, you can see visions of the object's previous owner. After meditating for one minute, you learn how the owner acquired and lost the object, as well as the most recent significant event involving the object and that owner. If the object was owned by another creature in the past, uh, you can spend one additional minute, minute for each owner to learn the same information about that creature. Or you can read your area. Uh, as you meditate, you see visions of recent events in, within your immediate vicinity, uh, going back a number of days equal to your wisdom score. For each minute you meditate, you learn about one significant event. Uh, basically, you just get to see what happened. Uh, significant events typically involve powerful emotions such as battles, betrayals, marriages, murders, births, blah, blah, blah. blah. It's RP. Yeah, yeah it's all RP stuff. Your 17th uh, level thing is RP. Yeah, which is a super cool RP thing, not worth getting at 17th level. No. Uh, Object reading sounds very much like uh, what is it? Legend lore, I believe, is what that spell is called. It lets you like yeah. do the same thing, basically. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's pretty weak. Pretty weak for seventeenth level. Yes. So that one's is. that yeah. that subclass, I think, is also going to be a D tier. The only thing that's keeping it up from F, I think, is the Channel Divinity read thoughts. Yeah, is RP reasons why it's not in F tier. So it could be cool, but it's just like if you're a DM and you're relying on this thing to move your plot forward, <laughs> that's mm, I mean, if you have this, if, if you have a, a knowledge cleric in your party, then cool. You did a yeah. good job. But if you're I mean, it just feels bad. It feels it does real not bad. Go good. Yep. OK. All right. Moving uh, on. Life. Domain. Uh, when you choose this, uh, you get proficiency with heavy armor at level one. You yep. also, uh, your healing spells are more effective. Uh, whenever you use a spell, first level hard to restore hit points to a creature, the creature regains additional hit points equal to two plus the spell's level. So cool. You get to heal more. Yep. Uh, pretty good. Not great, but pretty good. Uh, at second level, your channel divinity uh, you can use to heal badly injured people. As an action, you present your holy symbol. Uh, can restore a number of hit points equal to five times your cleric level, which sounds really good, but wait. Choose any creatures within 30 feet of you and divide those hit points among them. Like, wow, this is great. But then this feature can restore a creature to no more than half of its hit point maximum. Lame. <laughs> oh man, why pamper that? That's so if you're if you're if you're like, wow, I really wish I could use my big thing, I gotta wait till everyone's dead or near dead to make it worth it. Yep. So that's not so great. <laughs> 
When I, when, I was, when I was making my first cleric, I was looking through. I was like, oh, this is amazing. I'm going to heal the hell out of everybody. And then I got to that part and I was like, why? <laughs> why would uh, they want like, like, What a joke. Ruin. <laughs> <laughs> it was, you were going, you were going, that's A tier, man. Possibly a fail. Fail. <laughs> yeah, it seems so good. Like, oh, I can heal everybody for a bunch of hit points as well as, as wherever I see fit. Oh, as long as they're not over their hit point, half their hit point maximum. Yeah. When is ever, anyone and, ever going to be that, Willow? And without, how do you like if it? I'm doing my job? And if you're RPing in a campaign, how do you RP that? So, uh, hey, in the middle of a fight, everyone, do you feel like you're half dead or a little more than that? <laughs> I mean, uh, I guess the RP is like you're you've you have you're a disciple disciple of life. You can tell when people are being beat up. Sure, you, you can just, see a health meter above their head, bad. like in World of Warcraft. It feels so bad that you have to wait so long before you can use your coolest. Everyone thing. in your party's half dead. You're like, now's the time to pull out the big gun. <laughs> yeah, and especially you get this at second level. Like, people only have like ten hit points. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I guess I'll wait until you are all the way down. Yeah, otherwise if, this isn't worth it. If someone's at half hit points at level two, the next attack could kill them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. The next attack does kill them like 99%. Yeah. <sighs> okay. But as long as you uh, can live, you can bring them back. Yeah. As long as you're way out of the way, but you're proficient with heavy armor. So they want you to be in the middle. Uh, at sixth level, Healing spells you cast on others heal you as well. That's kind of cool. That's good. Uh, when you cast a spell of first level or higher that restores hit points to a creature other than you, you regain hit points equal to two plus the spell's level. So you get a little bit back whenever you heal someone else. Yeah. Very cool, provided that you are taking damage. But you're trying desperately not to take damage so that you can actually use your, your channel divinity in a resourceful time. <laughs> yeah. Because if you go down, if you got to like stand way back so that you don't go down before everyone else goes down, it's yeah, it's anti synergistic. Yeah. Uh, at level eight, you get the melee thing, which I think is worse than the other one. And at 17, yep. uh, when you would normally roll one or more dice to restore hit points with a spell, you instead use the highest number possible for each die. So that's, that's good. Great. That's really good. But that's if you really... make it to level 17. <laughs> That doesn't feel so great. Make it to level 17. <clears throat> you're, oh, that. If you make I it mean, to level a... 17, you're generally going to be using healing spells that don't use dice anyway. Yeah. The bad well, thing about that, too, the, is like, oh, okay, you hit level 17, you don't get to roll dice ever again. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that? The only thing you do in this game? How about you do less of it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't hate this. I think this is like when I was when I was 17 on my on my cleric. I wasn't generally using like healing heal word. word or cure wounds. I'm going up to people and using heal or using mass heal at ninth level. And it doesn't roll dice at all. So this doesn't do anything for those spells. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. This is a, uh... like you're never going to be, Oh, I guess I'll break out the level two healing word. Here it comes. <laughs> Here it comes. <laughs> but you could cast like, I'm going to hit him with a healing word at seventh level. And it's going to be maximum heal. Is that more than than he? I don't know. I haven't done I the I haven't done is. the math on it, so I don't know. But you could I have to do the math on it. But I guess it's just um, it's not great. This feels like a this feels like a C tier. Yeah, is it's better what, than yeah. the other ones, but it's, it's better not, than the other ones, but not great. Yeah. All right. Uh, light domain. You get the light cantrip at level one. Whoo! 
baby. Uh, also, at level can you one. guys see? <laughs> <laughs> Guess what? I'm, this is built into my character. <laughs> you also, I mean, you the one of the cool things that I do have to mention is you do get fireball as a cleric through through light domain. Well, that automatically makes it at least C tier. Fireball is the best spell in the game. So you get at level one, you get light cantrip. You also get. Uh, you can interpose divine light between yourself and an attacking enemy. When you are attacked by a creature within 30 feet of you that you can see, you can use your reaction to impose disadvantage on the roll, causing the light to flare before blinding. Them. Oh, okay. So it's, it's a flashbang. Yeah. It's a one round flashbang. Uh, an attacker that can't be blinded is immune to this feature. Wait a second. <laughs> this is the flashlight. This is, this is like having a really powerful flashlight in your hand. And when someone's like, Oh, I'm going to hit you. You go pew and hit it with the light. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Jeez. <laughs> Yeah, God. Whoa, hey man, whoa, why'd you have to do that? Put that away from me, man. You can do a, a wisdom modifier a number of times between long rests. So, it, meh, it's not meh. good. Yeah. Uh, starting at second level, your channel divinity uh, can harness sunlight, banishing darkness, and dealing radiant damage. As an action, you present your holy symbol. Uh, any magical darkness within 30 feet of you is dispelled, so that's kind of cool, depending kinda on cool. what you're doing. Uh, yep. Additionally, each hostile creature within 30 feet of you uh, must make a con save, and if they fail, they take 2d10 plus your cleric level, or half as much on a success. On a success. Yeah. Uh, a creature that has total cover is not affected. So that can be cool, especially if magical darkness is a thing in your campaign, and you're having trouble shooting goo monsters within it. This is the, this is the kind of domain you pick after your first character dies and you're already halfway through a campaign. You're like, damn, there's been a lot of darkness. I'm making a light domain clear. <laughs> and then after that, you find out that the DM's like this new pack of monsters you're fighting. They all have large umbrellas in one hand. <laughs> and every time you go to cast well, they just drop it down and they're they in full parasols. cover. <laughs> yeah, everyone has a parasol. Oh, my so God. It, again, not great, but not terrible. Not as bad as some of the others. This uh, sounded like level, a C tier. At sixth level, you uh, can use rewarding flare, which uh, for uh, you can use rewarding flare feature uh, when a creature that you can see within thirty feet of you attacks a creature other than you. So that's kind of cool. That's the thing where you can give someone else a disadvantage if they're attacking you. Yeah, that's so your you long range flashlight attacking someone else. That's not bad. That's not like bad. A free silvery barbs. It's not quite as good as silvery barbs, but yep. it's pretty good. It's not terrible. It's okay. Uh, eighth level, you get the potent spellcasting, which again, yeah. better than the, the main. Whatever. Uh, and at 17, <clears throat> you can use your action to activate an aura of sunlight that lasts for one minute or until you dismiss it uh, using another action. You emit bright light and a 60 foot radius and dim light of uh, 30 feet beyond that. Your enemies in the bright light have disadvantage on saving throws against any spell that deals fire or radiant damage. That's a little situationally cool, good. Yeah. situationally good the fact that you get fireball in this class makes yeah. that better yeah and if you have other oh. wizards that are shooting fireballs this could be very very good but yeah. the flip side to it is it's if you don't this is a, a kind of a waste of a 17th level feature this yeah. this this is really this really smacks a five out of ten c tier territory right here i agree better than some of the other ones though so yep I'm going to I'm writing it down. Okay, next one up. Uh, nature, nature domain, domain. Druid junior. Here we go. 
Uh, first level, you get a druid cantrip of your choice. <laughs> yeah, dude. Oh, wow. Uh, you, hey, man. you also gain proficiency in one of the following skills of your choice, animal handling, nature, or survival. Uh, also at level one, you gain proficiency with heavy armor, so that's where it's better than a druid. Uh, oh, yeah. Whoa. Second level, your channel divinity to charm animals and plants. As an action, you present your holy symbol. Each beast uh, or plant creature that you can see within 30 feet of you must make a wisdom save, and if they fail, it's charmed by you for a minute or until it takes damage. While it is charmed, it is friendly to you and your other uh, and other creatures you designate. So if you're in the Feywild a lot, this could be beneficial. Otherwise, it's really bad. It's really, really, <laughs> really not good. <laughs> Guys, 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 watch this. See all these trees around us and grass? I'm going to charm the hell out of all of them. For a minute. Hey, hey, DM, <laughs> I need you to roll 6,000 con saves for every blade of grass in a 30-foot radius of me. Well, it, does, it does specify that a, a plant creature. Oh, so oh no. <laughs> it has to be a grass monster. <laughs> it has to be a grass monster. Uh, so yeah that seems real bad that's really that's really not good that's that's, yep i mean essentially if you have like someone who's good at animal handling when did this one come out to be able to do that without that i think this was in the i think this was php was this a php one okay all right yep it's terrible Uh, so at sixth level when you are a creature within 30 feet of you takes acid cold fire lightning or thunder damage you can use a reaction to grant resistance to the creature against that instance of the damage that's, that's pretty good that's it's not a, bad it's it's not a limited amount of times it just takes a reaction and you give someone else resistance uh yeah. it's not going to be great against things that are aoe which a lot of those damage types can do uh but should someone get hit by a single target thing that's one of those damage types you can give them resistance not bad yep not bad um at eighth you get divine strike which is the bad one yeah uh, because we say this a lot but it's tip- the reason i think that is because typically someone who can who, who is a caster who has spells that go up to ninth level typically is not going to be meleeing they're going to be casting spells and yep. especially if you're since cantrips scale so well the other one i feel like is way better because you're going to be casting cantrips a lot yep especially for a cleric who does not get multiple attacks per turn but there you have it. Uh, and then at 17th level, mm-hmm. you gain the ability to command animals and plant creatures while you are, uh, while they're charmed by your charmed animals and plant features. Uh, you can take your bonus action on the turn to verbally command what each of those creatures okay. will do on its next turn. This, this is god awful. Man, this is <laughs> terrible. This, <laughs> this, one, this one's so bad. This is the worst one. I thought those other ones were bad, like Forge. I was like, dang, that sucks. Why this would you do that? <laughs> this one should. This one was like, they were like, oh, this is funny. <laughs> I'm trying to imagine a situation. You're 17th level. You're like, I got a minute. I got a, I got a minute on these creatures I charmed. Good. Hopefully there's a fight soon. <laughs> <laughs> well here's here's okay i will give you the situation where this is good the one situation where this is you're good, fighting okay? a pack of wolves yeah you're in the middle <laughs> of a fight with a plant or animal and you're like you know what i'm just gonna try to charm everything because it doesn't have any disadvantages if it's already like hostile with you like many what does that do charm spells what does that do? do you got them for a minute and then you can just delay the fight a minute wow it's, yeah i mean you can just walk away <laughs> yeah, I guess if you're losing especially and at level 17 if you're fighting something enormous that you can't take on you can be like Go if away. you're fighting if you're fighting a vine dragon or a grass yeah, dragon I, I don't, it, 
it seems <laughs> yeah that one's bad because at level 17 every anything you fight that you're going to need to use that against is gonna have legendary resistances and they're just not gonna they're just gonna be like nah, i resist yeah it's not great but if you're doing a like completely fey wild campaign or something similar it could be useful <clears throat> f tier f tier i'm gonna yeah, I, I would say d tier because it can be used in a very specific thing that a lot of people like which is the i Feywild. disagree i disagree I, I wholly disagree. I think this is just like poo poo in every situation. If you were gonna if you were gonna pick this, you need to get your head checked because you just need to play a druid. This is hot garbage. This is D tier. No, Joe seems to agree with me. Joe D tier. Uh, sorry, F tier is yeah. what I meant. I think, I think D tier because it, because it can be used in a Feywild campaign, and the the level six is not terrible. Not great. Well, it's not terrible. So it seems like the consensus is F, but I F-tier. like it a little bit more than you guys. Uh, <clears throat> order domain. This one I think I considered, uh, but did not go with. Okay. So first level, let's see, you get the dexterous spells, and you get proficiency with heavy armor, which I, I don't really get. That I don't like. I mean, it's fine, but I typically don't want to be getting hit at all. Let alone like clerics oh, are gone. Well, I think stand a little closer. So you I think the clerics are meant to be like it, it hit me with. Yeah, <clears throat> I can be hit. Yeah, it's fine, but I would just prefer to like not have one of the things that balances me be heavy armor. Okay, yeah, I, prefer I understand. To do something yeah. else. Uh, you also gain proficiency in intimidation or persuasion, your choice. Yeah. Uh, also, level one, you can invoke the power of law, like Judge the Dredd. law. <laughs> <laughs> I am the law. <laughs> uh, to embolden an ally to attack, if you cast a spell uh, with a spell slot of first level or higher and target an ally with the spell, that ally can use their reaction immediately after the spell to make one weapon attack against a creature of your choice that you can see. If the spell targets more than one ally, you can choose the ally uh, who makes it. So basically, you can't get more than one person uh, to, to do this, which is your it's kind of cool. Your ace attorney, the, the, <clears throat> the, the cleric. Yeah. Someone goes, <laughs> I block, and you go, objection! And they're like, no! <laughs> It's that one's kind of cool. Like you can you can have somebody get to use their reaction that wouldn't, you know, not necessarily get used otherwise, especially at lower levels. Monsters tend not to run away sometimes. I don't know. I invoke the power of the law. (laughs) The law. The law. (laughs) I have a law here in my book that says you get to take a reaction. (laughs) Whoa. Yeah. Sick. (laughs) If you're a rules lawyer, this is the the domain for you. This this domain feels like... uh, Jack Nicholas from that movie with Tom Cruise. Oh, yeah, where right. he's like, where he's like, you can't man. handle the truth. You yeah, can't handle the truth. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. Uh, what's so that's next? okay. Like, you need me on that wall. Second level, the channel divinity. Uh, you can use it to exert an intimidating presence over others as an action. Uh, each creature of your choice that you can see or hear within 30 feet of you must make uh, must succeed on a wisdom save or be charmed by you till the end of your next turn uh, or until the charmed creature takes any damage. You can also cause any charmed creatures to drop what they are holding when they fail the saving throw. So What's your first first read through, I'm like, that's terrible. That doesn't matter at all because it's just until your next turn. It's not going to do anything. And then you make them drop what they're holding like, oh, that's a little better, but still not great. What is what is the holy symbol for this guy? Is it a book? 
Is it like I'm a book sure. of law? It's whatever you want it to be. It's it's Lady Justice holding the scales is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I want to. Yeah, it needs to be scales or something. And you're like, <laughs> I present to you the law. And you're like, hold <laughs> it up. I am judging you now based on the law. And the, and the, the, the like the scales tip and you're like, you have broken the law. <laughs> Drop your weapon. So the scales do not favor you. The scales do not favor you, boy. <laughs> Drop your weapon, boy. <laughs> Uh, uh, six, you get, you become remarkably adept at channeling magical energy, uh, to compel others. You can cast, uh, if you cast a spell of the enchantment school using a spell slot of first or higher, you can change the spell's casting time to one bonus action for the casting, provided that it's normally one action. You can use this feature. Num- that's terrible. That sh- that's the worst one. Maybe so far. <laughs> <laughs> what are you compelling them with though? Isaac, the law. The Obviously. law. <laughs> I compel you compel with the you. law. With the, the power, power of, the law of compels Christ you. compels you. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is law, dude. <laughs> it's the law. The power law of the local of government compels you. <laughs> yeah, that one's terrible. Levels like a, a thing that's like, oh, right. I get a, a cool, I get a subclass feature. What is it? Oh, I can turn my enchantment spells from one action to one bonus action. <laughs> you can't cast two spells in the same round so it does you very little yep okay uh divine strike level eight you get die- the melee one's terrible uh yeah. 17 enemies you designate for destruction wilt under the combined efforts of you and your allies if you deal divine strike damage uh, to a creature on your turn, you can curse that creature until the start of your next turn. The next time one of your allies hits the cursed creature with an attack, the attack also takes the target also takes 2d8 psychic damage and the curse ends. That's not good. Uh, it's That's not good. No, it's not. <laughs> not they only will. is not they only is it only 2d8 extra psychic damage once per round for your level 17, that is provided that you actually hit on your attack. Yep. Your melee attack <laughs> but you will be you will get the rp bonus of making them wilt under the law yeah, yeah this is totally it's like bad. you started this like i felt like you started this like this one i thought about and i was like okay this is gonna be a good one I, this was yeah this was the one that i confused with the other one that i actually did go with that's what happened there. okay <laughs> this is a i think this is a solid d tier i think this one's worse you think this is f tier i think it's worse okay. than nature domain what do you think, Joe? I'm gonna go with D. You think it's okay. you think it, you think it's worse than nature? I do. At least nature, you can be friends with animals. Like this is it's got nothing. <laughs> but this one's hilarious. You can talk to people about the law all the time. You can talk to people about animals with the I other one. I am the law. I am the law. <laughs> I make the enemy wilt beneath the law. <laughs> Did you ever watch uh, that? Uh, YouTube show video game high school. Yes, I did. <laughs> that guy, that one of the main guys, his his character, he is the law. I am the law. <laughs> He's like, this is what I have. Every time he pops up, and they're like, "It's the law." It's the, the law. law. That just sounds like just a, a Judge Dread reference. Oh my god, dude! Like, oh my god, I'm gonna put. I, I think I'm gonna. You said F tier, right, Isaac? I did. Joe says the only D. thing you get good in here is at level one, and you can have some one of your allies <clears throat> use their reaction. When it's not an attack of opportunity, this is, I think this is like, I think this is like, 
top of F, bottom of D, just for like the hilarity of the role play that this like allows you to do. Jeez. I would is, play this. That's a I, first. I've never heard you say something as good for RP reasons. <laughs> I would play this just so I could talk about the law all the time. <laughs> like solely for the purpose. <laughs> Everyone's supposed to hate you. You're a lawyer. You're a, you're God's <laughs> lawyer. Oh man, it's it's bad. I hate it. I don't like all it. Right, at all. all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm gonna put it at bottom of D tier. <clears throat> okay. Uh peace domain. This is the one that I actually did go with uh for the first first domain that, that Victor had. Uh okay, so at first level, you get proficiency in insight, performance, or persuasion. Your choice. Sure, whatever. Uh, at first level, you also can forge an empowering bond among people you are at peace with, who are at peace with one another. As an action, you choose a number of willing creatures within thirty feet of you. This can include yourself. Equal to your proficiency bonus, you create a magical bond among them for ten minutes, or until you use the feature again. While bonded, each creature within, uh, while bonded, <coughs> uh, back up again. While any bonded creature is within thirty feet of another. The okay. creature can roll a D4 and add that number to an attack roll, an ability check, or a saving throw it makes. You can do that once per turn. So it's like a nerfed bless, but it doesn't take a spell slot. And you can do it uh, proficiency bonus number of times per long rest. What, what's that, what's that spell sure. you're always hitting us with, Joe? Guidance. guidance? Is this similar? This is like guidance, right? This is like buffed guidance. Yes, it's buffed guidance, nerfed bless. I, well, I, I I don't um I'm going to say that's either one so yeah, I'm good. I mean, I'm, I'm going to say big big thumbs down right here at stage 1 my guy. I'm 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 telling him to terminate the gladiator based on this. Why don't you right like here. that? That's good. Having an extra d4 per round, especially at level 1 when you're only making one attack per round anyway, that is like bless. Yeah, I guess. That is good. Yeah, okay. That is objectively a good thing. <laughs> But you can already do it. I wouldn't want to play a thing that just does something I can already do. But you don't have to take a spell slot. <laughs> spell, especially at level one, spell slots are very valuable, right, Joe? <laughs> yeah. Well, whenever you have to, you know, get twenty four hours in. Yeah. yeah. God, it's a nightmare. Every so time I, I cast a spell, I'm like. <clears throat> <laughs> <laughs> Die. Okay. Uh, all right. Level all right, two, all right. Your, your channel divinity. Uh, Balm of peace. Balm of peace. As an action, you can move up to your speed without provoking opportunity attacks. Uh, when you move within five feet of another creature during this action, you can restore a number of hit points to that creature equal to 2d6 plus your wisdom modifier. That is amazing. You can only, a creature can only receive that once uh, per time you take that action. But it's so good. You can, especially if you take this with like a mobile feat. Yeah, you yeah, yeah, that's really good. You can use your action, move around without taking attacks of opportunity, heal everyone up, then use your movement to move wherever you want that's advantageous, and then you can take a bonus action to do a healing word if you needed to. Yeah. It is amazing. Yeah, it is a very, very good. good, very good thing. At You're running time. around person to person, rubbing some tiger bomb on them. Yep. And moving on. Tiger bomb of peace. They're like, oh man, <laughs> this bomb feels so cooling. It's very good. Uh, level six, the, the bond you forge between the people uh, when your creature when a creature is affected by your emboldening bond feature, 
uh, is about to take damage, a second bonded creature within 30 feet of the first can use its reaction to teleport to an unoccupied space within five feet uh, and take all that damage instead. We okay, use that a few times good. in there. It's it's also very good. That's very uh, good. There are yep. some exploits with it where you can like basically teleport people across by throwing rocks at each other. That aside, it's still very good. <laughs> the breaking the rules part of it. Yeah, the breaking the rules part of it is dumb, but you okay. can. <laughs> no, 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 I love it. You know what? You brought that up. <laughs> this is a tier. This is an A tier <laughs> class right here. Homeboy, you'd be like, ah, oh, you you gave us the bomb. I carry a bag of pebbles in my pocket just for this moment. <laughs> but it's very good. There are a couple times when Shiro uh, took damage from me and caused me to not die. So very, very good. good. Uh, at eighth, you get the potent spellcasting, which is meh, but better yep. than the melee. And then at 17, the benefits of your emboldening bond and protective bond features now work with uh, when creatures are within 60 feet of each other. Uh, moreover, when a creature uses protective bond to take someone else's damage, the creature has resistance to that damage. So it's meh, but it's not bad. Not bad. The rest uh, the of it 60, brings it up. 60 feet can be a big deal, especially in the campaign we were playing where everything was very wide and you want, on um, Finn, wanted to be very far away from everybody. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so that can be very good. Uh, yeah. And the having resistance to that damage thing is pretty good. But, I mean, it's one of those things where hopefully you don't have to use it that much. I think this uh, is... Uh... Now that we're through A-tier. it, A tier. This is an A tier. Yeah, this yeah. is a peace domain. A tier. Uh, do you yeah. guys want to? You guys want a quick rundown of like how this is looking because this is very bottom loaded. <laughs> <laughs> Save it for the end. We're not done yet. Okay, 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 okay. okay. Tempest uh, domain. Tempest domain. This one, when I read through it the first time, I was like, "This is so cool," but there's a glaring, glaring thing that is makes it bad. Hit it, uh, hit we'll me. get there. Okay. So at first level, you get proficiency with martial weapons and heavy armor, which seems kind of weird for a Tempest domain thing that wants to be cast in thunder and lightning spells. But sure, whatever. Martial weapons like and heavy Thor, armor. like Thor, dude. You hit him with your hammer yeah, and make him lightning. Yeah. Uh, also at first level, you uh, can thunderously rebuke attackers. with uh, When a creature within five feet of you that you can see hits you with an attack, you can use your reaction to cause the creature to make a dex save. The creature takes 2d8 lightning damage or thunder damage, your choice on a failed save and half as much uh, on a successful one. You can use that feature a number of wisdom modifier times per long rest. That's not terrible, especially at level one. That can yeah. be very game turning. Oh yeah, uh, you kill somebody. 2d8, yeah. that's quite a bit at level one. Yeah, 2d8 level one is very good. Sure. Uh, as this goes up and you get to like level 10, 15, it's, it's sort of meh. Uh, but still not terrible. Not nearly as bad as some of the other yeah. ones. Yep, for sure. Uh, so level two, you get channel divinity. And when you do that, you wield the power of the storm. Power uh, the when storm. you roll lightning or thunder damage, you can use your channel divinity to deal maximum damage instead of rolling. I read that and I was like, this is the subclass for me. What can I do with lightning damage up here? I look through the, the cleric spell list. There's like nothing. The tempest domain spells that you get for being this. You can get a couple, but you don't get the spell that would actually benefit from this the most, which is uh, lightning bolt. You don't get it. You get called so like, yeah, bolt. I was like, oh, I can max damage on hitting a bunch of dudes with lightning damage. Nope, you can't. <laughs> call, light, uh, call lightning is a good spell and you get that at fifth, right? It is, but it's not AOE. It's yeah, it target. is. Is it? No, nah, call lightning hits everything in a five foot radius. And also you get to you also get to do it every round, I think, right? I, think I just did a lightning spell. Damage. Uh, 
each creature within five. Okay, within five feet. Yeah, still, five feet is not much. It's not. It's not a lot. I mean, <laughs> Nothing is ever standing within five feet of each other. Yeah, it's still lightning bolt was the like I saw this and I was like, I am getting this. I'm gonna just lightning bolt everything. Can't take. Yeah, Can't I, when I was when I was making my new character for Friday, I I like wanted to try to make that like weather controlling thing that I've always wanted to try, and I was like, all right, Tempest Domain. I'll read this, and I was like. Uh, you don't get all the cool, like a lot of the spells that you want to have. Yeah. Like Tempest Domain. And there's I not a the, lot. I am the storm. I am the storm. Where's my lightning? I don't have a lightning bolt. Why don't yeah. I have a lightning bolt? <laughs> I said, anyway, and yeah, I don't know. None of them are very good. There's not a lot of lightning and thunder Ooh. damage. There's quite a few thunder damage spells, but Thunder Wave. Yeah. yeah. And th- Thunder Step would be good. Shatter. If you Shatter's thunder got a damage, bunch of right? stuff on it, but it's just like. That is the spell you want. That is yeah. the spell you want for that. They don't let you have it. So that's that's the work that out with your DM. There. If you can work it out with your DM, this goes up a tier. Yeah, that is that is true because it's very cool thematically. I think uh, sixth level when dealing lightning damage to a large or smaller creature, you can also push it up to ten feet away from you. That feels pretty bad at level six. Yep, because a lot of like not a lot, but there are specifically thunder spells that already push things away from you. I don't want that to be taken up by my sixth level subclass thing. Yep. Uh, Eighth level, you get the melee strikes, which is meh. I would definitely rather have the the cantrips for this. Uh, 17th level, you have a flying speed equal to your current walking speed whenever you are not underground or indoors. That's pretty cool. Flying speed is always a big exception. And that you're not going to be, I mean, how how often are you flying indoors, anyways? But. Fly speed is always very good. Yes, the only thing it doesn't very good. The only thing that doesn't seem to make any sense to me is you get divine strike and you're flying. Why would yeah, you want those two things to go together? I don't know. You what are you gonna fly up, hit them, and then fly away? Yep. I don't I don't I don't like the divine strike on any of these clerics, really. I think it's okay like on it. two of them. But anyways, uh where are we putting this? C tier? Uh, I put it in C tier. If you can convince your gonna, DM to give you a uh, lightning bolt, it goes up to B. I'm going to give this one a B tier because of that level two. If you multi-classed with like a wizard and you took and you were in its late game high level. Yeah, yeah. Multi-classing. You take, you take two levels in this just to get that. And then you could drop a nuke on somebody once. A sure. long rest. That's pretty. That's pretty good. But the only that's spell good. that I feel like the only spell that's really missing is call lightning. I mean, is a uh, is <laughs> lightning, lightning bolt. bolt. Yeah. yeah. And you'd have to dip two levels into this to get this feature. I think I'm leaning. I'm leaning on the side of C tier for now. But I understand your argument. But actually, now that for, you say that, though, if you multiclass two levels into this and you go the the wizard subclass that lets you change out your damages. You could cast oh, a fireball okay. with lightning okay. damage and yeah. then do this. You just then it's then it's really good. Then it's S tier. <laughs> then it's S tier. <laughs> if multiclassing, S tier. But we're not yeah. talking about multiclassing. We're talking about <laughs> clerics only here, guys. So in the context of cleric only, where would you actually no? This? Still not S tier. Then it's it's A tier because you can only do it once per long rest. Oh so. yeah, you're right. Yeah. So Joe, in the context of cleric only, where are you putting this? Eric only, I'll put it on C. Okay. No, I'm gonna okay. stick with B. I'm gonna stick with B. You stick with B? Okay. And then your C, Isaac? Yep, I'm C on that. Uh, one. I'm gonna agree with Isaac, but 
So it's going to go and see because democracy, baby. But I do completely <laughs> Again, understand where you're coming if you, from. If you can convince your DM to take to give you lightning bolt, then it goes up to B. Uh, <clears throat> trickery domain. Uh, notable, uh, notable spell thing you get here is Pass Without Trace, which is not normally a cleric spell. God, it's so yeah. strong too. Yeah, it's very good. Uh, okay, so you get Blessing of the Trickster at level one, which give you can touch somebody and give them advantage on stealth checks. Lasts for an hour, uh, which is not terrible. Can be can be situationally very good. Uh, and then, but that's all you get at level one, so it kind of feels bad. Um, starting at level two, you can channel divinity and create an illusory duplicate of yourself. Um, it gives you a perfect illusion of yourself that lasts for a minute or until you lose concentration. The illusion appears in an unoccupied space that you can see within 30 feet of you as a bonus action on your turn. You can move the illusion up to 30 feet uh, to a space you can see. It must remain yep. within 120 feet of you. For the duration, you can cast spells as though you were in the illusion space, but you must have uh, must use your own senses. Additionally, when both you and your illusion within five feet of a creature that can see the illusion, you have advantage on attack rolls against that creature given how they're distracting them. So that's, that is like parts of it are like, wow, that's really cool. Parts of it are like, wow, that's really bad. Yeah. Overall, it's right in the middle. I think Yeah. Uh, the, the worst part about this is that it is concentration. Yeah. For a cleric. Those concentration spells are a bit of a premium. So I don't want to be wasting it on a channel divinity. Yeah, true. Uh, that's the worst part about it. The The best part about it, I think, is that you can cast spells through it and potentially like have somebody attack the illusion and not you, which is yeah. great for a cleric. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so it's, it's, yeah, it's middle of the road. It's a middle of the road thing. Yeah. yeah. Uh, sixth level, you can use your channel, channel divinity to vanish. As an action, you can become invisible until the end of your next turn. Uh, you become visible... If you attack or cast a spell, that is terrible. That's yeah, terrible. Yeah, using that's your channel divinity to become invisible for a turn One is turn. the worst. That should be yeah. like 10 minutes at least. Yeah. yeah. It definitely should be more. I think that Furbolgs, Furbolgs get that as a as a race feature. Yeah. So I don't Rough. know why you would yeah, ever want that. That's terrible. That is so bad. <laughs> that that drops this immensely i know i was thinking i was at first the first two i'm thinking all right this is c tier and then i hear that and i'm like <laughs> ay, ay. uh level eight you get divine strikes which is the melee one except for yeah. the poison damage which is a little worse i think yeah uh, there are a lot of things that are immune to resistant. poison mm-hmm. uh yeah so at 17th level you can create up to four duplicates of yourself instead of just one uh, when you use Invoke Duplicity as a bonus action on your turn, you can move any number of them up to 30 feet. They don't really... Okay, yeah, yeah I, don't, I don't like this. That's not great. That's uh, the, I mean, as a subclass, the best thing you get, I think, is Pass Without Trace. <laughs> Which, when you're pointing to the spells you get in your subclass, that is... That is that means you should just thing. be playing a different class altogether and not yeah. this. Now, uh, no, no, uh, nothing against Jester, who was one of my favorite characters ever because she was a trickster domain, but this is not a great cleric domain. This is not a great cleric <laughs> domain. Bad. Where are we putting this one, boys? I D. think this goes D. D tier. I, I do agree. It's not the worst, but it is not good by any stretch of the imagination. Yeah, like, so, yeah, level one, I was, you get the pass without a trace, like, oh, okay, this is okay. You get to give someone advantage on stealth checks, like, oh, that's not terrible. You're 
Channel Divinity, though, taking concentration is a big hit for me. Yeah. Uh, and then level six is completely worthless. It's something Whatever. you can do if yeah. you were a fear ball without being a cleric. And then 17th level, they double down on a thing that takes concentration. Feels yep. pretty bad. All right. Next up, Twilight Domain. This one's going to be high. <clears throat> uh, notable spells, Liaman's Tiny Hut. Which is hey. Going to be very good. Uh, later in our Friday. Man, campaign. I can't wait to get that in two years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, level one, you gain proficiency in martial weapons and heavy armor. Sure, whatever. I just uh, need to get my plate. Yep. <laughs> you don't even use weapons, so the martial uh, weapons does nothing uh, for you. Uh, you also can see through the deepest gloom. Uh, you have dark vision out to 300 feet, uh, and you can see like normal dark vision does in that in that area but it's just way longer uh as an action you can magically share that with up to how many you can up willing up to your wisdom modifier, feet of you, up your wisdom modifier. modifier. Uh, and it lasts for an hour but that's pretty good that's pretty uh, good having 300 feet of dark vision is pretty strong uh especially when you're in lots and of dark I can places give it to all my so, friends all my yes, friends uh, you also get veg, uh, Vigilant Blessing, which you can uh, touch somebody and give them advantage on the next initiative roll that they make. Uh, That's very good. It's it's unlimited amount of times, but you can only it only lasts until that roll or until you use the feature again. So you can give it to one person, but as many times as you want uh, yeah. throughout the day. So it's pretty good, but not amazing. Like if I were to pick, if someone was to come up to me and say, you're going to roll natural ones on one type of check for the rest of your D and D time. I'm going to pick initiative. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> Without yeah, a doubt. For sure. Yeah. <clears throat> uh, level two, your channel divinity is strong as an action. Yeah, I already did symbol, this one, yeah. Uh, you get the sphere of twilight that emanates from you in a 30 foot radius and is filled with dim light. The sphere moves with you and lasts a minute or until you are incapacitated or die. Uh, whenever a creature, including you, ends its turn in the sphere, you can grant the creature one of the following benefits. You can either grant it temporary hit points equal to 1d6 plus your cleric level, or you can end one effect on it, causing it to be charmed or frightened. This is very, yeah, very, very strong. Good. Mm -hmm. For sure. Especially as we have learned in these early levels. Yeah. A constant flow of temporary hit points is incredible. <laughs> yeah, it's very good. Especially when you're low level and don't have a lot of spell slots to heal, having yeah. at least at least three temporary hit points every turn that you can dish out to everyone within thirty feet of you is so strong. It's very and you get very, it back very on a short rest, and you get it back on a short rest because it's a channel divinity. It's, it's possibly very the strongest channel divinity of all of the, the cleric subdomains. Yeah. At level six, you can draw on the mystical power of night to rise into the air as a bonus action. When you are in dim light or darkness, you can magically give yourself a flying speed equal to your walking speed for one minute. When you use this bonus action, a number of uh, you can use this bonus action a number of times equal to your proficiency bonus, and you get it back on a long rest. That is also very strong. It is situationally very strong. You gotta you gotta be hoping you're fighting at night. He can just pop his thing, his channel divinity, and he's in dim light. Oh, okay, yeah, fair enough. All right, so yep. I can fly anytime I want. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Essentially, anytime you want. All right. Uh, All right. Yeah, that's very good. So very strong. Uh, at level eight, you get the melee one. Sorry, Joe. <laughs> All right. I'm not, I'm not attacking you. So it's okay. <laughs> and at 17th level, uh, 
the twilight that you summon offers a protective embrace. You and all your allies have half cover while in the sphere created That's by good. Twilight. That's incredible. An extra yeah. two AC for everyone inside there. That's so yeah. good. That's super good. <laughs> yeah. yeah, this is the first one in, uh, well, since a since lot of domain, you sent grave. <laughs> that is good. That's very good. Yeah. Uh, tier. This is an S tier. This is an S tier. So happy I got so lucky. <laughs> I, I whenever I was making the character, I, I picked I, I knew I was gonna play cleric, but I didn't have a god picked out yet. Uh-huh. And uh, we did that thing where we made the map and everything. Mm-hmm. And I rolled my gods and I, I pick I had the moon one and I was like, that's cool. Let me see what kind of moon gods there is, what what domains. And I saw Twilight and I was like Sick. I'll go with that. Sick. Didn't even read it. <laughs> just went, I'll just go with that. And then I was like, all right, that's pretty awesome. <laughs> it's the best yeah, one. I, uh, I thought you read through that. I was like, oh, no. he's, he's going hard on this. All right. No, that's like, whenever you were like, oh, I was waiting for you to cast that the whole time. I was like, I didn't know I had it. <laughs> God dang. <That's> great. <laughs> oh, man. All right. All right. Last, last one, one baby. First level, you gain proficiency in martial weapons and heavy armor. Wow. Uh, you also, your god delivers bolts of inspiration to you while you are engaged in battle. Uh, when you use the attack action, you can make one weapon attack as a bonus action. So this is the first we've seen where a cleric can make more than one attack. Uh, just like the, as as written. That's a first yeah. level. That's good. So yeah, you can use feature level. a number of times equal to your wisdom modifier. Uh, and you're bringing them back uh, all on rest. Just dig the grave for him. Just put him in there. This is just back to the bottom it goes. Yeah. Right, to, be, to be fair, <laughs> to be fair to this, at level one, you're typically not going to be making more than three attacks in a fight. And most campaigns, you're going to get a long rest before you do, before you have another fight. So that's not as terrible as it sounds. In our campaigns, yeah, you're going to want to make more than three or four attacks per long rest. <laughs> yeah. But for most campaigns, I feel like that's not terrible. Okay, yeah. Fair uh, enough. Channel Divinity at second level, uh, Guided Strike. You can use your Channel Divinity to gain a plus one bonus to the attack to your attack roll when you make an attack. Which is plus one. pretty strong. Plus ten. Yeah, sorry. I, did I say plus one? Plus you 10. said plus one. I was like plus yeah, one. That's, that's garbage. <laughs> plus ten. Plus uh, ten. You make the choice after you see the roll, but before the DM says whether the attack hits or misses. So that's pretty strong. That's pretty. It's good. not super strong because it's on channel divinity, which means you can only do it once uh, at second level. So not super strong, but yep. if you have that one hit that you really need to make sure it lands, that's what you go for. Uh, sixth level, you get uh, when a creature within 30 feet of you makes an attack roll, you can use your reaction to grant that creature plus 10 bonus to the roll. So that just using means your channel divinity, yeah, it's just use your channel divinity for on somebody else, which, yeah, at level six as a whole thing feels kind of strange. I wish they would just give that to you at level 10, yeah, uh, or level two. I mean, at level two, yeah, you make this choice after seeing the roll before the DM says where the item is, yeah, normal so you stuff, give yeah. to somebody else within 30 feet of you. Uh, feels kind of weak though since you already had it for yourself at level two uh level eight you get divine strikes which actually makes sense with this one because your whole thing is hitting guys <laughs> yep yep the first uh, time it's good at 17 you gain resistance to bludgeoning piercing and slashing damage, slashing damage. non-magical attacks. 
That's not good. And, yeah, it specifically says it's because it says non-magical attacks. It's pretty, pretty seventeenth level. Especially because Any, there's another one that has that plus something added to it. Yeah, yeah. and s- since you are, if you're at level seventeen, pretty much anything you're fighting is going to have magical. This is attacks. this is yet this is yet another one where it's like, I really want to play a fighter. fighter or a barbarian, but you know, not a fighter or a barbarian. <gasps> A cleric. <laughs> I'll play the worst version of those. <laughs> this one's pretty bad. This one's like, yeah, this one's like back man. into that F tier, man. Back into that yeah, F tier. It's. I feel bad because like this was what Pike was, <laughs> and she played it okay. well. But here's it's the just, thing. Yeah. Here's the thing. You're talking about critical role. Those characters are good, not because the class is good. They're good oh, because absolutely. of the people absolutely. who are playing them. Yeah. Like yeah. if we're we're talking in this episode, we're talking objectively. Is this good or bad? objectively yeah. this is not very and good it is bad well it's bad. Matt, matt lets them add stuff and then they get vestiges and crazy magic items and they're yeah. whenever you, you anything can be good it, with enough like magic level, items they're like level 15 so of course they seem yeah everything's pretty good once you get awesome. a high enough level but yeah th- that 17th level is not very nothing about nothing about this one's like super super yeah well i say super super it's not even regular good yeah i would give this one a d just because this is the first one where you can make two attacks. You get a bonus oh, action three or four times. Like I, said, I think I'd rather, I, mean, I think I'd rather be the law. That's all you're going to do. This is fighting. This is fighting for top of F bottom of D with the law. Okay. I can accept that. Or, yeah. All right. That was the last one. Where are we at? That's Read it. Back to us. Read them back to us. Yeah. All right. Our <laughs> tier list, our cleric tier list at the end of the episode <laughs> in s tier we have the grave in the twilight domain these those are the ones are, that you're not yep you're these not gonna go wrong <laughs> you're not gonna go wrong playing these in the a tier we have the peace domain and that's it nothing else peace domain in the b tier <laughs> nothing made it to b tier <laughs> except um, tempest domain if you can get lightning bolts <laughs> you get a lightning bolt from your dm uh, add an asterisk them. next to that yeah. One. yeah if you're if you can get a lightning bolt from your dm or if you can if you're planning multi-classing. on multi-classing yep. this is a b b tier thing uh every other <laughs> domain falls c or below i'm gonna call i'm gonna call c situationally good d not very good and f you're an idiot if you choose this um <laughs> That's harsh. <laughs> so in C tier, we have life, light, and tempest asterisks. In D tier, we have forge, knowledge, order, and trickery. And in F tier, we have arcana, death, nature, and war. War being like uh, on the tippy edge of F and D. Mm-hmm. But really, yeah. you're going to get. <laughs> You're gonna get effed in the yeah. D. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Overall, <laughs> overall, I think that my paragraph from the beginning of this kind of stands. Yeah, it does. It's good. Yep, yep. it stands true. I'm glad I said it at the beginning, and then slowly got more and more justified as the episode went on. Yeah, the like the two standouts are at, good but yeah when you look at grave and temp and uh twilight you're like this class seems super fun and then when you look at anything other than maybe peace domain it's like wow. why I, why would i play this why would i, I play don't a cleric play this subclass it's not 
good. (laughs) Here's the thing. Want to hit people, but want to have God's power? Play a paladin. (laughs) I guess, I guess if, if you want to have level nine spells, then you like that also, and you also want to hit people then either cleric or some sort of like blade singing wizard. Yeah. A a blade singing wizard, which blade singer is not that good either, but it's considerably better than a lot of these. Yeah. And anytime that you're going to want to hit people, you're going to multi-class into fighter. At least if you're not just playing a pure fighter. Yeah. I'm, uh, yeah. Yeah. When I think cleric, I think, either like pure caster or pure support class and the pure cat, like the best caster version I feel like is Tempest domain and with it, and it has a glaring exception. Yep. And the other, the other three ones that are acceptable are peace grave and twilight. And those ones are super, like so far ahead. If there were like you, there was a There's gap in between. Tears. There's nothing in between. <laughs> yeah, there was it a is gap like tears where we didn't have anything. It's either like God mode or not even worth playing. Yeah, I feel like there's a big disparity uh, in the subdomains. I think they need to, to maybe do some rebound. It has the most most subclasses of any class in the game, but most of them are just shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're not great. They are not good. Most of them are bad. Well. Uh, but there you have it. There we have it. Any positive notes at the end of this since we just got done shitting on Cleric super hard? Yeah. Clerics are a ton of fun. Clerics are super and, fun if you're uh, playing if you're playing Grave or Twilight or Peace. And <laughs> if you if you play if you play Cleric, consider being a pacifist because it's awesome. <laughs> it's the best. It's the best way to play. Don't I could never do stuff. that. I I, yeah, I I am I think it's awesome that you're doing it. I personally could never do it. I would die on the inside. I would be like, it's such it's such a different challenge. Listen, I I already have enough different challenges. I don't need this. <laughs> My different challenge is how I'm going to punch this guy. <laughs> Anyways, yeah, it's grave. Loads of fun. Loads of fun. Super good. Twilight. Right. Seems very like good. loads of fun. Oh, it's, it's very awesome. good. <laughs> it's pretty sweet. Peace, but anyways, also oh, very yep. fun. Peace, very good. The rest of those do not seem like they would be particularly fun. <laughs> well, I think this was I think this is a a clerically enlightening episode that we just had. Thank you all for listening. We will see you uh, next time. Bye. Are you going to mention? There oh, do you want me to mention? Weekly? Uh, Give our listener base a heads up. Yes, sure. Um, <laughs> We are going to try a bi-weekly schedule for a little while. Um, there's, I'm, I'm still up in the air about it. I, I like the weekly schedule, but bi-weekly gives us a lot more freedom to do bigger topics. So I think bi-weekly increases the quality. And much like, the cler- much like not wanting to be a cleric, I want quality over quantity. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, it ties in so nicely. It ties in so nicely. Um, so... This will go up this Friday like normal, and then we'll have a week off, and then we'll be back. So see you all in two weeks. Bye. Bye. Bye.